Welcome, everybody, to this month's edition of Whiskey and Wealth Tech. I'm Alex Sermon, the Managing Director of Wealth here at First Trade. Uh, joining me today is Blake Miller, the Chaplain of First Trades, and also the uh, host of the uh, First Trade Legacy Podcast. So today is a bit uh, unique that we're going to have a bit of a, a crossover episode between the two, uh, the two shows. We're going to be talking about whiskey like we normally do in our podcast, but then instead of talking about a wealth tech topic uh, specifically, We'll be talking about uh, Blake's podcast, what that means for First Rate, how that ties into Wealth Tech, and uh, we'll go from there and see where the conversation leads us. Yeah, I mean, anytime you can combine whiskey and reverence, uh, great things happen, right? Absolutely. <laughs> I, I kid, of course, but kind of. Uh, but yeah, I'm so, so happy to be here. Thanks for thinking about me, and thanks for pouring whiskey in my office, or bourbon, I should say. Absolutely. So speaking of the bourbon, today we've got uh, a pretty special bottle here. It's the uh, Peerless Small Batch Bourbon uh, out of Louisville, Kentucky. And so I actually had the opportunity to visit this distillery in person a few weeks ago and did the tour. And it was a pretty incredible experience. Uh, very knowledgeable folks, um, very cool uh, operation they have set up there. And so uh, one of the interesting things about this distillery is it was actually started Pre-prohibition, uh, went out of business, you know, when most everybody went out of business. Uh, Prohibition will do that to you. Yeah, when you're not allowed to sell your main products, that kind of uh, ruins your uh, your uh, business plan there. Cool. And uh, But uh, in the last few years, uh, a descendant of the founder was able to restart the distillery and uh, the U.S. government gave them back uh, their DSP license, so their distilled spirits permit. Um, so... Peerless has the DSP of Kentucky of 50. So that sounds like a pretty high number uh, until you realize that if you started a distillery today in Kentucky, you'd be in the uh, upper 220,000s. So there's a very much an OG. Yeah, so very much an OG and uh, have a wonderful product. And so uh, without further ado, let's uh, dive right in here. All right. So cheers. Cheers. It smells like it won't burn. No, it's very, very, uh, very smooth. I get a lot of cinnamon and vanilla. Maybe like a baked apple pie on the nose there. That is good. That is smooth. My throat isn't regretting it. <laughs> it really just is a, a nice, calm smooth mellow bourbon yeah this is a good after dinner sipper yeah you know goes down easy keeps you warm at night you know as we're getting into these colder months um definitely a good uh a good standard pour to have around yes yes although in texas colder months mean 65 for christmas but yeah, yeah. might still be wearing shorts for christmas so we'll yeah. see but then who knows we might have you know uh a blizzard come through in Snowpocalypse 2.0 in yeah. February. There, there's a lot of truth in that. It's Texas. Peerless also makes a fantastic rye. So if you uh, are more inclined towards rye, they've also got you covered there. Um, and again, this is just right in the middle of downtown Louisville, a few blocks away from some of the other famous distilleries you may have heard of. And so uh, if you're in the town, highly recommend checking them out. So, Blake, tell me a little bit more about the Legacy Podcast, what it's about, why you started it, and kind of 
what you hope to get out of interviewing people like me, really, uh, to, uh, you know, hear their stories and, you know, help inspire others. Yeah. So the Legacy Podcast, um, it actually is an abbreviation, uh, an acronym uh, for the four core values of first rate, which is love, give, serve, and enjoy. So with that, you get, um, you know, love, uh, L-G-S-E. And if you kind of finagle how you say those four letters in a word, it kind of sounds like legacy and we just run with it. Uh, but it, those four core values very much are a part of the legacy of the founding of First Rate and what First Rate wants to continue being for decades, generations, uh, um, centuries to come, hopefully. And uh, and so that's kind of what the podcast is, is to look at one or a few of the different uh, core values with a guest and how that core value is integrated into a specific moment or, or kind of a broader area of their life and their work um, in or around first rate and uh, and how we support and encourage and um, help facilitate people uh, living their lives and living out these core values. And so it's fun to get to hear these stories. Uh, I very much am a storyteller. Uh, as myself, I've joked about the Reverend did, but uh, you know, whenever uh, us pastors uh, get up to a pulpit, we can find a pulpit wherever we want, and we very much are you know, into storytelling. The Legacy Podcast really is about storytelling through first rate and uh, those the the intrinsic value of our core values. So it's fun to get to do that with uh, individuals. And, hear stories from you as well and hear a little about the legacy you're creating with your podcast. Awesome. Well, thank you. I'm happy, happy to be a part of it and help uh, create that legacy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's one of the things, even though it's not a core value at first rate, mm-hmm. uh, we talk always about pursuing your primary aim and uh, there's many ways that manifest. And um, one of the things that one of your primary passions is whiskey. Uh, from the first time I met you, um, Right, right after I first started, um, you came back to full time here after you'd done some part time before, uh, and right away you're 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 introducing me to the whiskey, the world of whiskey that I didn't even I knew enough, but not anywhere near what you knew, and so it was it was fun to uh, get that bond and then see the passion that you have for that, and then see how that. That same passion appears in different ways throughout your work here at First Rate um, because of the love you have for the science and the taste mm-hmm. uh, of, of this whiskey. Uh, we, we can see in many of the interactions you have with clients and the community um, and our coworkers how that, that passion, that love comes out in different ways and actions um, at First Rate. And through your work and so that's what that's what we love people pursuing their primary and because at first rate we get to enjoy through the four core values uh, your best self mm-hmm. and so we appreciate that yeah oh, well, thank you for that and i agree you know i think it's it's certainly been a game changer for me talking with uh clients talking with coworkers, uh just talking about first rate in general that you know people think it's amazing that this is something that we can i can actually do that you know, it's like, wait a minute, you're you know, a financial technology company, and you're allowed to have a podcast about drinking whiskey, and 
you know, you've got other folks that are pursuing their primary aims that are just all across the board. And uh, it's a pretty amazing company that we're able to, to do that without that having a potential negative impact on our careers or, you know, if we're you know, giving everything we need to be giving to the company, but really that those outside passions uh, not only not take away from what we're doing with the company, but actually uh, make our experience with First Trade uh, that much better. Oh, yeah. And it makes our experience, I mean, just the clients always say they can tell the difference, not just in our products and our facilities, but in the people and how we interact. And that um, comes on both ends. And so it's nice for me in my role as the chaplain for First Trade uh getting to work with all the first traders and, and provide care and counseling for them and their families uh just to to hear how much that family gets extended to the clients and how um knowing that that bond um, has been formed because of how the four core values are lived out through the way each first trader does their work um, and thus their family grows to be who they're working for uh, and so it's it's nice to see and then because of that i also end up being a source of care uh for clients as well <laughs> uh, and, and so uh it's it, it's amazing to see how quickly a family grows through a company because of how people live out their true selves and their best selves and how those four core values really just kind of manifest that that, that bestness. bestness. Bestness is not a word, but I'm going to stick with it. <laughs> we'll give it to you. Yeah. yeah. But so, um, you know, you've started this podcast. Uh, uh, I mean, you're, you're the a rising star at first rate. I mean, you got to kind of, this is a self plug. <laughs> We're making you do a self plug because you, you just got a pretty uh, distinguished honor recently. Yes. So uh, recently I was named uh, as part of the inaugural class of uh, Arlington, Texas's top 40 under 40. And so uh, first trade is based out of Arlington, Texas. So right between Dallas and Fort Worth where the Cowboys actually play. Um, you know, if you're unaware, uh, they don't. But they're still the Dallas Cowboys. I live in Dallas. He lives in Arlington. And they never actually played in Dallas, but that's nah, it's... for another, another, another story. Um, but I, I, I was honored um, to be inducted in this inaugural class. Uh, I was driving to work one day and had a uh, one of my mentors call me and say, hey, I want to nominate you for uh, this honor. I think you're deserving of it and that uh, you know, you've, you've had an impact on uh, the community um, in Arlington, that you've had an impact on first rates and that uh, you know, I really think that you have a shot of of getting this, and so I uh, filled out some information and ended up being uh, being named. And so, uh, pretty pretty great honor. Um, I was ex extremely appreciative appreciative to just be thought of. Yeah. Um, you know, I had no expectation that anything would come of it. It just it was nice to think that at least one person um, had the faith. In I had the faith in me and just went out of their way even if it was a five-minute conversation to say hey i think i think you deserve this and so it went all the way to um me actually uh being honored with this award and uh first rate was kind enough to be the presenting sponsor at the uh, 40 under 40 event so we had david Treat stone uh speak to uh you know the greater arlington community talking about um 
you know, the, the types of leaders that these forty people uh, you know, are and going to continue to be, continue to shape Arlington. Um, you know, this, this, it's the biggest small town in the world. You know, we've got yeah. over 400,000 people, so it's not exactly yeah. a small it's city. It's not a small town. Um, but, you know, it's in great need of, of leaders, uh, especially from younger folks to be able to take Arlington into the next generation and, uh, you know, really continue the upward trajectory uh, of the city that we have. Yeah. And First Rate has been, has been extremely supportive of that. And, you know, we not only care about, you know, our employees within these four walls here at first rate, but we care about their their families. We care yeah. about the community in which we live, in which we work. We care about the you know community in which we do business. So where our clients are, where our you know international offices are, and so you know that ripple effect is uh, tremendous whenever you see the impact globally that first rate has. Um, so not just in Arlington, but you know all across the world. Yeah, and it, you know it's such an honor to have and I plugged it because you know with wealth tech and with so many industries it's all about if you have to maintain a legacy you need new generations to take on that mail you need innovation from the younger from the the young whippersnappers you need you, you need someone to help start taking on that mantle um, mm -hmm. and it's it's great to see that people recognize how you're doing that and, you know even our founding Dave himself, he might not have been as young, but he was still a young whippersnapper who was looking to innovate the wealth tech industry, and he had a vision, and from it started this legacy of first rate. Mm -hmm. um, and it's now in that transition where it's uh, in order to maintain the legacy of first rate, maintain the legacy of four core values. It's going to take the innovation uh, of individuals like yourself and many other here at First Rate that are uh, younger than I uh, and age age me in ways that crush my soul <laughs> at the most random of points uh, every other day. But uh, it's uh, it, even though it's humbling, it's also exciting. Mm -hmm. uh, but that that's such a key factor for wealth tech in any industry, but especially at First Rate, is to keep the legacy going. We need the next generation. And so it's it's great to see you all stepping up and providing fresh voices and ideas for the company. Absolutely. And, you know, again, just thinking of that next generation, it's not just people, but it's, you know, for WealthTech, it's products. Yes. Yeah. With the, you know, AI utilizing, um, you know, how trends are impacting the ways in which people use technology. Um, and so, you know, we've got to, we have to continue looking at innovation and continuing to evaluate what we're doing, why we're doing it, and how we could potentially be doing it better. Um, and so looking at that in ourselves, looking at that in our products um, it is very key and being self-aware yeah. um, and being humble about it is, is key to being able to embrace that growth and accept the change that, you know, we, we need in our products and we need in our people yeah, and in ourselves. I used to be scared of AI you know, mm -hmm. before I worked at First Rate. I just always assumed it'd be like Skynet from Terminator. And uh, that also probably aged me a little bit because <laughs> I didn't get that reference. Hopefully hey, more hey. Hopefully more of our audience got hey, it. Right hey, hey, I'm not, I'm not that young. And so I guess um, one other thing uh, I wanted to talk about um, for the Legacy Podcast and for years as well, it's just kind of 
you know, going back to this idea of young innovators taking on the mantle, um, how do you, as a managing director, and being such a young managing director, how do you use the four core, any of the four core values in the way you kind of lead and inspire those within your team that are younger or maybe even older? Mm -hmm. Uh, how do you how do you let those val any of those values maybe your primary primary aims kind of inspire and lead um, your team and first rate as a whole into um, the next chapter of this wealth tech Sure. So I would say uh, you know I I try to encompass all of the different four core values in the way I lead. Um, you know, love, giving, serving, and enjoying. But I think uh, you know, kind of at the root of that, you know, the reason why love is first is because it's the most important right, above those four values. So I think if you're loving appropriately, then you know the others tend to follow in line pretty easily behind that. Yeah. So um, for me, you know, I've got you know over over ten people on my team that I'm leading on a regular basis. That you know I. Uh, you know, I'm trying to be innovative. I'm taking the, you know, I'm taking what I've learned from prior managers, from prior managing directors, and seeing, okay, what worked, what didn't, how can I apply that to my team? How can I apply that to the situation? Um, and how can I do that uh, through a lens of love? And so, um, you know, whenever somebody messes up on my team or they're, we're dealing with a client issue and, you know, we've got to, we got to get it fixed. How do we do that? Um, through an expression of love. And so how do we uh, do that in a loving way? And uh, like you made this point earlier, that clients even see that and how our people act and how um, we interact with them versus some of their you know, other partners, their other vendors. Uh, it's a stark difference yeah. in, in how we uh, communicate with them and how we interact with them. And so, I try to demonstrate that through my own actions. Uh, you know, as a leader, I have to lead myself first. And so I can't be leading from behind, not, you know, acting in a loving way, not being transparent, not, um, you know, being willing to roll up my sleeves and do the dirty work um, and then expect my team to do all of those things. So I have to do that myself. Yeah. Um, in order to demonstrate that's how a leader should act for my team to then step up and be leaders uh, in their own rights and to, uh, you know, have the confidence to address situations, have the confidence to make decisions that are, you know, within their sphere of influence. And I'm really trying to uh, build that autonomy within the team and that confidence that if they know the right thing to do in a situation, they, can, they know they can do it and they have my support to make those decisions and not be worried about uh, repercussions because, you know, we, we all make mistakes sometimes and, you know, if they make a mistake, they'll know uh, the team's there to support them, I'm there to support them and there to, you know, help protect them as they continue to learn and continue to build experience. Um, and that goes from, you know, my employees that are very young to not so young. Um, and so, I mean, it, it, there's really no age limit on that because, you know, if you're, if you stop learning, you're probably, you start dying. And so, um, the AI will take over. Yeah, take over. It'll, it'll replace you. But, you know, it, it, you know, there's no age limit, which, okay, I've learned everything. I'm, it's, you know, I, there's no more growth for me. Um, and so really, uh, just demonstrating love 
in you know the way I try I, I try to do this again certainly not perfect in this but trying to demonstrate uh, the kind of ways in which I would like my team to act by acting in that way myself uh, there's not anything I would do that uh, or anything I would ask my team to do that I wouldn't be willing to do myself so uh, you know if if there's a mundane task that I'm too uh, important for then that's a problem. Um, and so I need to be willing to step up and do the little things to make the big picture uh, work appropriately. And that's something that I want to um, encourage my team to do, encourage them to you know, branch out, make choices, really try to um, grow their experience and demonstrate that this job that we have isn't just a job and that, you know, we spend whatever 80% of our, you know, hours a week at work something like that you know it it's something that we, you know we need to uh, enjoy what we do and we need to uh, find a way to be exceedingly good at it um and and to enjoy it and to wake up and you know be excited about going to work and not just dread that oh, another day at the office i got to deal with these people again um but really encourage them to uh, take the bull by the horns and make the most of this experience that we get to have together. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that you uh, really step up and are willing to do even the smallest of tasks. So I really appreciate the, us being able to do this little joint venture. I've uh, enjoyed getting to, to hear more from you and your story and the way you're stepping up to extend the legacy. Uh, of first rate and that the four core values uh, through your leadership um, and through the innovation that the, and the products that this company is able to put out there. So thank you. Oh, well, thank you, Blake. I know this is it's interesting being a, the one getting asked questions more than uh, asking questions. It's, so uh, and yeah, having two two hosts and what sometimes they can say uh, too many cooks in the kitchen is a bad thing. But uh, I've enjoyed uh, this uh, the the this dual uh, Hell's Kitchen experience. <laughs> well, I appreciate uh, you offering to uh, to have me on uh, your episode and vice make, versa, yeah. and making this a this is this joint venture here. Uh, I think it was a, a great change of pace. Uh, wonderful to get to uh, spend some time with you, drink yeah. some great bourbon. And, yes, uh, very much. So. Looking forward to uh, doing this again sometime. And uh, thanks for tuning in to uh, Whiskey and Wealth Tech. Uh, appreciate uh, you tuning in and uh, looking forward to talking to you, with you uh, here shortly. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.